When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, think you know tea? Well, then you haven't tried Tiesta tea. Tiesta tea is my favorite tea. Whether hot or cold, you're going to find a flavor profile that fits your needs. Tiesta tea is on a mission to create loose leaf tea beverages with premium ingredients. Tiesta tea segments their teas down to five functional categories based on each tea's natural health benefits. This way, you can choose your tea based on what you need it to do for you. Then pick a flavor profile that fits your taste. Whether hot or cold, this gives you a natural way to energize, slenderize, boost antioxidants, boost immunity, and relax. Get 15% off your next online order with the code JBTV15. That's JBTV15 for 15% off your next online order. Once you go loose, you never go bagged. Tiesta Tea, a bold tea for a bold you. This week on JBTV, the podcast, I have a special podcast. This is classic footage from two different interviews. One, uh, Lizzie was here with Ms. Mister, and then we're going to segue right into LPX. Are you ready? The JBTV podcast starts right here, right now. Hey, I'm Lizzie. And I'm Max. We're Miss Mister. And we're coming up next on JBTV. This is going to be a totally awesome show here at JBTV. Are you ready, Lauren? I'm ready. <laughs> Ms. Mister, on this edition of JBTV, Lauren O'Neill's in the studio. I'm Jerry Bryant. And let's get your name. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Max. Now, tell me some background on the band. We met at University of Vassar College, mm-hmm. upstate New York. Was and it like on a date? What, no, we like, we, we, we <laughs> oh, wish no. it were. No, my God. We started, well, actually, we're so bored of telling the story of how we met. We, we wanted to start telling people that we both met on Craigslist. We both went on blind dates through Craigslist, and but our dates didn't up. show up. We found one another. So let's go with that story. Right, let's stick with that story for now. Yeah, that one yeah. sounds really good. Add in some furry details, like it was a furry blind date. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yes, totally yes. correct. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. No, no, let's add to that's it. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you were furry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> I'm have a long talk with Jerry later. It's, uh... This is a great edition of JBTV. They're playing live on our HD stage. We have a lot of great surprises coming up, and it's all here coming up next.
We're back on JBTV. I'm Lauren with Q877 with Lizzie and Max, Ms. Mister. Uh, congratulations on the album, Secondhand Rapture. Thank Absolutely you. Thank you very incredible. much. Uh, I love your voice. I think it is so, it's so unique, but you're like channeling this old 40s jazz singer almost. <laughs> Thank you. And you definitely, wow. you just transform when you get on stage. Thank you. That's really nice to hear. I, you know, I think... For us, this whole experience is very new. Neither of us were musicians before this. This is the first time I've ever sung in a band or sung in front of anyone. Max is really the first person who was like, no, 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 I think you can do this, you know? That's and, uh, crazy to me because so really you seem like you've been singing your whole life. <laughs> in private, to the <laughs> yeah. radio. In the shower. In the shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is this is a pretty uh, amazing, I don't know, path that we're on. Mm -hmm. it's, been, it's been pretty amazing. Well, you're pretty good, so uh, Thank you. <laughs> it's well-deserved. <laughs> Um, the song Hurricane is just, it's its insane. its um, It spreads like wildfire, and every time I play it on Q877, I literally will get 10 texts that's like, who is that? That's because, awesome. Awesome you know, they might not have heard of Ms. Mister yeah. yet, but they hear this song, and they just love it, and it gets stuck in their head, and they're like, okay, I need to look this, this artist up. So good to hear. You know, I think when we first wrote that song, it was... It was a little bit outside of the wheelhouse of things we'd done before, and I think we both loved it and felt 
really immediately connected to it, but we weren't sure if anyone else would like it at all. We didn't even, at first we weren't even sure if we'd make it on the album. And since then it's sort of become the calling card for the mm -hmm. band, and I think that, that means so much to have such a personal song and such, something that you feel so proud of. And actually you have, like, like, you know, you hear horror yeah. stories of bands sort of hating their singles and I don't thank God we don't feel that way. We love Hurricane. Well, you'll get there. <laughs> After you play it 50 million times, I'm still loving it now to this day. That's yeah, so good. That's yeah. so it's good. It's a good time. Well, let's check it out on the JBTV soundstage right now. It's Ms. Miser with Hurricane.
Back on JBTV with Ms. Mister, and we just saw Hurricane. And I heard first I heard your sound check and heard you covering Arctic Monkeys, and I literally ran in a circle in the back of the room because I was I've never heard anyone cover the Arctic Monkeys, and your interpretation is so unique. Thank you. Um, I, it makes the song a little more I think loungy. <laughs> that was sort of the idea. We wanted it to be vibey. It's a really sexy song. It is. Oh, so sexy. Because that bass line, when it hits you, like it's like yeah. visceral, you know, it's like, oh. And so it was hard. It's 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 a dangerous territory when you cover a song that you love so much. Um, but we love doing covers. We absolutely love doing them. And I think every time we pick a cover, we try and pick something that is a little bit outside the box of what I think people might expect us to do. Sure. Um, and this definitely felt like like a left turn. Uh, but I think we made it our own. I think it's it's sexy, it's slow, um, a little bit seductive. Yeah, you got the moves going. I mean, <laughs> I sort of can't even talk about it without like yeah. Yeah, getting, getting that, like the body roll going. Everybody starts uh, just moving the hips. Yeah. So that's but what also it, it has like an element of creepiness to it too, which Definitely. I think is very, very mismister. Totally. Right? I think we like it uh, sort of seductive, Haunting. but also yeah, weird and on the edge. Warped. You were making a couple creepy faces. <laughs> so are you like do you I remember the chords? Do I remember the chords? <laughs> so you're huge fans of Arctic Monkeys, so that is a little bit you feel more pressure that you want it to be the best cover ever? Yes. Totally. And you know, I, I think there's an element of sort of paying homage to someone that you sure. really respect and but there is a, a certain amount of pressure about just, you know, doing it justice. And, and making and, it your own at the same time. Right. Yes. And feeling like you're contributing to sort of the know the aura of the of the song absolutely um we just had them here at jb oh really yeah that's awesome that new record is so good i know so good i am it's a great album do you want to check out a song from arctic monkeys here on jb tv yes, yes. all right what's your it. we're gonna have to check out your cover okay do i want to know so should we pick another song we let's pick, pick another, another. Yeah. okay all right, so let's um it's, well, it's hard it's like are you mine or why'd you only call me when you're high i think why'd you only come in Why'd you only call me when you're high? Yeah. yeah. Things that you can see. 
the Arctic Monkeys cover for BBC Live Late Lounge oh, yeah. and I kept sort of like hoping that Alex Turner would like find the song and drop his line. Hasn't happened yet but uh-huh. fingers crossed. And we got After asking, JBTV. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe yeah. you're fingers the link crossed. between us. Someone asked us in an interview they're like and then we heard Arctic Monkeys covered you. We're like Ooh. other way around. Yeah. But. Ooh, I wish they covered a Miss Mister song. Maybe next uh, time. Put it out there. Uh, <laughs> Alex why don't you cover Miss Mister song? Yours sounds so good. No. <laughs> really? Salty Sweet. Yes, because he does the good uh, falsetto also. Yeah. Mm. Salty Sweet is a song we really, really love. Another song that almost didn't make the record. And uh, it, it just sort of like took on a life of its own in like every process when we were recording it and then when we mixed it and mastered it. And live, it's probably our favorite song to play live now. So it's funny how those those gems sort of, I don't know. Gemalize. Them, yeah, yeah, exactly. They make themselves known through the process, and so Salty is sort of one of those. I love those making up ones. words when we do interviews. Those uh-huh. are the best You're ones. You're killing it. You're yeah. killing it right now. <laughs> Where did you record your album at? In my apartment. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We recorded every song in my apartment, and then we were lucky enough to jump from what was basically like a closet turned studio to Electric Lady Studios in Manhattan, which is Jimi Hendrix's old studio. It's like incredible and we spent a week there doing some additional production and I re-recorded a lot of the organ parts and things I just on the computer on live organ and live piano we brought in our drummer and he recorded a lot of the drums live so it was a it was good to sort of have that evolution I think we really like writing in my apartment because there's no stress yeah Yeah. there's no time there's no time constraints there's no no one's spending money on it and um, we did it before we went to Electric Lady I think we maybe spent like $500 on the entire project um which and we're is just like, being efficient about yeah. like knowing exactly who we were, what the musical ideas were, so that when we had the opportunity to go into a studio, 
we weren't going to waste time. We were going to like get sort of right to it, and but I think it was an amazing experience. And having that time allowed us to sort of, since we hadn't, like I'd never produced anything really before. Lizzie had never sung before, so we, I think we really needed that time that was completely low pressure and completely isolated. Like we didn't have, I mean, we didn't even tell our friends we were doing it. Um, so it really allowed us to sort of gesticulate these ideas in, in a really sort of intimate place before we brought it out to the world. Any of the neighbors go, turn that down. <laughs> no, but there are some like crack addicts in the background if you listen closely enough. Like if like arguments on the street or like fire alarms and stuff, we sort of kept those things in there, sort of a taste of New York. So 20 years from now, when you reduplicate this, yeah. we gotta get those crack addicts yeah, in the right. background. You're so right, let's hope they're still kicking, you know? Cool. <laughs> well, they're in the studio, and uh, we have a lot more music on this edition of JBTV from the heart of the Windy City, downtown Chicago.
This is so exciting, sort of at the beginning. Oh, absolutely. It is. It's and along those lines, you know, the, these are the first songs we've ever written. And Bones was literally the first song we ever wrote. Wow. And the fact that we got to release that on a major la label all over the world mm -hmm. is fucking wild. Only in 2013. And, right. And, <laughs> exactly. But, it, you know, I think it really means that we... People who are fans of this record and who are going to be fans forever, whatever they, you know, they're coming in at the very first mm -hmm. stage of the entire project, and it I think that's really exciting to have, like, to feel like you have a catalog of everything you've ever done. Not that we've done anything else yet, mm -hmm. but like, I, I now like make the idea sure twenty years from now you do Bones again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you don't like, well, I'm not going to do that one or whatever. No, <laughs> I hope we're never like that. Yeah. we'll play the hits. All the hits. We'll headline Coachella and we'll do all the hits. Now, when was the first time you heard your stuff on the radio? Berlin, yeah. actually, yeah, really? we heard we heard Hurricane on the radio. We're, we're lucky enough to be very uh, to have gotten a lot of attention in, in Germany and Australia, so we've uh, we've heard it there. Mm -hmm. But it was exciting. And how was that experience? I mean, did you guys go like <laughs> sort of freaked totally out. crazy? Yeah. Where were you? Well, we're in a car, we're driving. in a car, in a yeah. car, yeah. like driving, like doing promo, and uh, and it came on, and we just started screaming and like jumping up and down. And still, so you know, I actually I haven't heard it on the radio in the states yet. Have you heard it on the radio what? in the states? I know, and it's so sweet because, so. All, like, we have friends all over the country, and people are so so lovely, and they text us and they message us, and they're like, "Listen to your song on the radio right now; it's amazing." Uh -huh. um, and it's weird when it hasn't happened to you. Although recently, I was traveling, I was, I was at JFK, and I'm like, you know, buying my magazines, and all of a sudden this, this song comes on, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I feel like I know this song. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, it's Dark Doo Up. Dark Doo Up is playing at JFK, and I started freaking out, and I like screamed to myself. And then I, like, while I'm buying my magazines, you know, I like leaned over to the cashier and I was like, the song? I'm, I'm singing this song. And she was like, uh, no, that's great, but seriously, that's gonna be $2. And I was like, oh, New York, like, no one cares. Like, no, so I'll cares. sign it for you, and it'll be free. <laughs> <laughs> so that's weird. <laughs> so anyhow, I wanna show the vinyl because, uh, is this uh, anything special? The no, no, it's, it's classic. classic. It's classic. It's the first one. Ooh, yeah. I love it. Classic, classic vinyl. Yeah. It's so cool because you can like see the songs in the grooves. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike a CD or a file where you can't yeah, see anything, totally. you know? <laughs> I think, you know, we're both big vinyl junkies and, and the record has such, I don't know, a, a strong element of sort of organic and electronic elements, but it's overall like a very warm sound. And so if you're going to listen to the record, vinyl is really the most beautiful way to listen to it because I think it really, it really yeah. captures that and, and echoes, I think, the aesthetic and sound that we were really drawn to. You guys are like doing yoga down here. I'll join you. Here we are at the yoga session. Now, Lauren, you're going to have to start doing more yoga. Uh, I, am. I am. There's a, you know, uh, you, you're the one that has to say these things if you want to. You can say it. I can say it. She's expecting. So <gasps> is it, she is going to make such a great mother. That is so awesome. awesome. And think about like the music history that you're yeah. already like, you know. Yeah. You got, <laughs> a, got a good base. <laughs> but they do, you're going to be doing lots of yoga, you know. Oh, I have been. Oh, okay, so. In between puking, yeah. it's like, oh. yeah. You look amazing. You're yeah. not even showing yet or anything. Thanks. Super early? Um, about 14 weeks. Okay. Awesome. Wow. Dude, congratulations. With her busy schedule, we never thought it would be possible, <laughs> but it actually happens. So. Is this, is this going to be the first official BB of JBTV? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I'm yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So are you guys in the process of making him a custom baby onesie? You I don't know. That's that. up to Lauren here. I, well, we don't know for sure yet, but I'm I'm saying he, because I don't want to say it. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm willing a boy. But you're willing okay. a boy. Yeah. Or they. I like that. I like that. Or they. Or not they. they. No. We double-check on that. Quad. Droplets on JBTV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I have been practicing my um, 
motherly skills, actually. I was telling you I have a present for you, but I don't think you're going to be excited about it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, here we are on JBTV. <laughs> so we had the Breaking Bad marathon uh, and last night, uh -huh. and I made Breaking Bad meth cupcakes. <laughs> Wow. But I'm not a baker. I cook. I can cook like really well. I don't bake for shit. Uh -huh. And they're like healthy, so yeah. it's weird. But it's all organic, and it just did not come out right. Wow. Wow. But Pot cupcakes. We like have meth crystals on the top, and it just and didn't they, work. And they dissolved. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. Wow. And it's wow. almost more like a muffin than a cupcake because uh -huh. it was like organic uh, um, wheat flour. So it's good for you, but it's just make, you. I'm sure such a great mother. Yeah. She's yeah. going to be cooking muffins <laughs> meth, meth, with muffins. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm the least domestic person I know, so I feel like we're very much in the same boat. But the fact that you can cook is even... Yeah. That's like the joy of living in New York. You can order any meal in. There's a diner around the corner for me, and I literally feel like it is what is keeping me alive. There's sriracha, Cholula, and Diet Coke in my fridge. That's it. All the essentials. Well, Diet Coke is like you cannot live without Diet I Coke. So I feel like I found a kindred spirit now that, yeah. now that we've like found I, That's all I drink. I don't drink anything else no for water? years. Oh, God, no. Water? <laughs> that stuff will kill you. I'm sort of worried about this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my age is I know. Now, now, now I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, I'm an addict, too. Two liters a day. Yeah. Uh, okay. Different level. <laughs> You're so going to be on that. Uh, I know. I know. I'm so on that path. I know. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. We have a lot of music on this edition of JBTV. Ms. and Mr. are playing live. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. So here we are in the studio. Welcome back. And now, a courtesy of Mac Mall and JBTV, we have a very, very special gift for the bands that come by here. Are you into a lot of social media and computer things? Of course I mean, are. we are, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, here we go, Lauren. It's a Surface. Woo! I didn't get a good look at it before. Yes, it's it the new... Uh, is, what is it? The, <laughs> I mean, in the most... 32 gigabyte Surface Windows R2. It's a, it's a tablet, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah. How do we... Okay. Can we open it? Yeah, you can open it. It's like, uh, you gotta you use your ear nails. Oh, no, no, you have to use your... Oh, here. Oh, look. Hey. Oh, Apple. Oh. <laughs> this isn't Apple, it's oh, Windows. Windows, Windows, Windows. <laughs> wow. We'll edit that one Okay, out. This, is, this is, uh, exciting. Wow. Oh, look at this. This is a really, really generous present. Yeah, thank you. Thank wow. You wow. It's I like CinemaScope. Wow. Shit. You want, you want to do what you want? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm, sorry, oh, God. I'm sort of scared. I'm sort of like technologically inept. I'm scared hey, I'm going to like sneeze and <laughs> break it in half. You're doing a good job. I'm nervous. Making me nervous. So courtesy of Mac Mall and JBTV, your number one Apple and Mac Superstore, another gift for another great band as we rock you with more music with Ms. Mr. Wow. You're going to have fun with this. Really nice. Yeah, it's like... This is like a really, really generous present. Cool. Well, enjoy it and uh, tweet about it and uh, we'll see you on the road. Sure, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for more thank music so on JBTV. Well, thank you for being on JBTV. Nice you guys totally rock. And Lauren, once again, a great interview. Look how huggy she is. She's no, it's motherly. She's, she's really affectionate, like, loving. Yeah. Are you looking forward to having kids and stuff like that too? Uh, uh, no. I don't. I don't want children. I'm sorry to say, I'm not very maternal. So that's probably. I, I it's say. Be the aunt to my gabies. Yeah, love to it. the gabies. Yeah. I'm gonna and I'm gonna spoil them rotten. I love kids. I just you know. Yeah, I probably won't be having them. Them back. Yeah. 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 I used to I be like that. <laughs> 
can. So I know, maybe I know, maybe in time, like you know, well, maybe, married and now they'll change. When you come right back, now, Lauren will loan you. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Okay, okay. Well, here we are in the maternity updates as they continue. <laughs> I'm Lizzie. And I'm Jerry Bryant, and we have a brand new band on this edition of the JBTV podcast called LPX. How'd you come up with that? Elfie, you know what? It's not a totally interesting story, but it's just, it's been my signature uh-huh. forever. Like, I never even used to think about it. And when I was thinking about what to call the project, uh, I was just like, oh, this is what I've literally been signing my uh-huh. name as for so many years. So, oh. in some ways, it was always in me, but uh-huh. I didn't know. And now it's happening. Now, this is your first television appearance it as LPX. It is. And I couldn't have picked a better place to do it. Yeah. I'm feeling stoked about it. Now, Thank you for having us. For those of you, our regular viewers, you were here with Ms. Mister. Yes, I was here a couple years ago. And I that was when I had. Uh, neon green hair. Uh-huh. And I remember I wore a t-shirt that said New York and I think I wore smiley face leggings. Uh-huh. And it was one of my favorite things that I ever got to do. Oh, wow. Uh, and I was telling telling anyone who would listen as we were loading in. Uh-huh. Yes, it was one of my favorite things we ever did. And then after the show, I was freaking out because so many of my heroes have played JBTV mm-hmm. over time. Sonic Youth and Bjork and No Doubt and PJ and everyone. And so afterwards, they very like lovingly, you guys gave me a t-shirt. Uh-huh. And I lived in it. I mean, like, literally lived in it for, uh-huh. like, three years of touring. It's my, like, favorite thing that I own. It's my wow. prized possession. And then, unfortunately, Miss Mister, we got robbed. We got robbed a few times, but the first time we got robbed, it was in Portland or Miami. And we lost a lot of, like, really, like, good equipment and stuff. Uh-huh. But they took my JVTV shirt. Oh, this totally and sucks. And I was, dev- I literally was, like, devastated. And Max from Miss Mister was, like... Lizzie, we lost like a, like all our early demos. I'm like, I know, but my JVTV T-shirt. <laughs> wow. So um, yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, I can't play it cool. Uh-huh. Love it here. And I, and someone, Greg, very kindly gave me another T-shirt uh-huh. today. So I'm gonna I'm ready to get back into my touring. Okay, gear. but I got an actual authentic T-shirt. This what? one's this one I've actually worn on shows. Is that okay? Uh, it's better. Uh-huh. It's better. Oh, this is an original JB no TV T-shirt. <laughs> And I'm literally, so, oh my God, you have no idea how fucking stoked I am about this. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, I'm so honored. This is a great edition of JBTV. Boy, it's, it is so, and your voice is so great, and Thank your new you. music is amazing. I appreciate that. Thank You're you. You're really kicking, you are so talented. Thank you. That's so nice <laughs> you to say. I appreciate that. Just an amazing show. LPX on this edition of JBTV. Now, let's kick the show off Weird. with one of your live songs on a JBTV stage. Let's what go. do you want to start with? Let's start with... Bolt in the Blue. Yeah, tell us about this song. So Bolt in the Blue I wrote with Zach from Fiddler and with James. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's one of the first, I guess, like political activist or politically charged songs mm-hmm. that I've ever written. And that's something that I take really seriously. Mm-hmm. And I just want this song to be a fucking anthem about throwing yourself to a cause and infecting everyone around you mm-hmm. with that sort of spirit.
This is a great edition of JBTV. I have Lizzie in the studio with LPX. Now you have another song coming up. What's another next? song. So what's next is uh, first song I wrote for this project. This song sort of set the tone for everything to come after mm -hmm. it. And sort of, it was the first time that all my like dreams of what LPX should be crystallized. Mm -hmm. So this is Tie Rope. This has been such an amazing experience for me to be playing as LPX and writing and experimenting with people in a totally different style of music than Miss Mister. It's really fucking cool. I grew up listening to PJ Harvey and Kathleen Hanna and Suzy Sue and the Banshees and Karen O. And my whole life I just wanted to do something in that space and this has been so amazing to do that. And so I've been working with a bunch of different people. Bolt in the Blue that I just played. I wrote with uh, Zach from Fiddler, which is an awesome fucking punk band. And this next song we're going to do called Tie Rope, I wrote with a friend of mine called James Flanagan, who's become a real important collaborator to me on this project. And this song, I was blackout in the jungle, screaming into a microphone, finding my voice. And it was only when I wrote this song that I sort of had the blueprint for this project. And suddenly everything crystallized. And I became the rock and roll princess of my wildest fantasies. And now we're living it here at JBTV and I'm loving every second. So, <laughs> this song's called Tyro.
It's a great edition of JBTV from the heart of the Windy City, downtown Chicago. Still to come, we're giving away set lists and posters. Now another live song on our JBTV HD stage. What is next? This next song is called Fog and the Fear. Yeah, tell us about this one. So Fog and the Fear I wrote with uh, one of my favorite artists, who's a writer called Guy Connolly, sings mm -hmm. in a band, Clock Opera. Um, and it is another polit politically charged song about, you know, so much of the problem of what's happening in the States right now is that people aren't willing to sort of see eye to eye. You know, mm -hmm. you're either like fiercely liberal or... There's no in between. Concerned. There's no in between. Yeah, and people yeah. aren't willing to sort of have that uncomfortable conversation. And so there's this incredibly strong divide. And what needs to happen is that barrier of commu communication needs to break down. People aren't doing those conversations. And this song is really about that, about trying to reach over and break down that wall between mm -hmm. those two different sides. This could be the song that changes the history Man, of America. Man, wouldn't that be fucking cool? Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? I, I hope that in some way that that is its history. It's yeah, legacy. well, pass this song around, and here it is right now. Fog and the Fear, new for you on with LPX on JBTV.
we have a joke in this band that if we don't peak by the end of the set, we're not trying. <laughs> and <laughs> I know it's a midday set, but we literally might get there. <laughs> so this next song, I have been a fan of this band in the UK called Clock Opera for so many years. And they're an amazing band, and they never really got the recognition they deserved for whatever reason. But I've been obsessed. And when I first started this project, I got to make a short list of like my dream collaborators, my dream people I got to write with. And the guy Connolly from Clock Hopper was up there. And I sort of blindly reached out. And he wrote back and he was so excited. And I was like, oh my god, this is really happening. <laughs> and he came to New York and we wrote this song in a day, and it was so much fun. I don't I don't actually play an instrument when I write a song. I usually just write vocals over acapella tracks, imagining what the guitar is playing and what the uh, bass is doing and what the drums are doing. But the only instrument I have is an auto harp, which is a beautiful fucking instrument if you've ever seen it. It's like very of like, you know, June Carter, Dolly Parton core, which isn't totally my aesthetic even though I love it. But the hard thing about writing on it is it immediately puts everything in the country space, which is obviously not what LPX is about. Anyway, I brought it to the writing session and him being the crazy genius that he is, he's like, well, just don't play it like the way June Carter and Dolly Parton play it. And he like takes out a drumstick and he starts playing the top of the strings. And I was like, oh my God, I've never even thought of doing this. And it's so fucking cool. We wrote the, the song today and I loved it. And I love that he like featured the auto harp in it. And then we recorded it out of tune because auto harp was like a million strings and everything was so out of tune. It was such a nightmare. But in the end, we got it right. And yeah, I love this song. This is called Fog and the Fear.
course, a great edition of JBTV from downtown Chicago. Now another live song. What is next? So this next song is the one that most recently came out, and I did this with another artist called What's So Not, and mm -hmm. he works in much more of like an electronic space, and I've never really done a collaboration in that world mm -hmm. genre. Mm -hmm. But it's so cool when we met because he was talking about how he really wanted to bake, like break the, the tropes and characteristics of what people sort of assume EDM are, mm -hmm. and that he sort of had this dream of, of using like guitars as a base for what he's doing and, and drops and everything, and that he really wanted to be able to play between like Warp Tour and Ultra. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so cool because I want to write pop music that's really rooted in, in indie and punk and rock. And mm -hmm. it was really cool to meet someone and have that sort of earnest connection over something. Wow. And we ended up writing this song together um, about sort of like standing up for yourself and knowing your worth and telling like someone else that you're better off without them and yeah. that you deserve better. Um, and you do. And I really you love it. You deserve the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And this song, I mean, he's a really big artist in Australia. The song's actually, it's the number one most played song on the radio in Australia wow. right now. Sick on the dark side Well, I'll be on the 
Thank you. Thank you so much. What's next? Last but not least, we got Tremble. Ah. And Tremble's a very special song to me. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, all, you love all of your songs for different reasons. They're all your children. They're you, all great. You, they're all great. You, like, you think they're all great because yeah, yeah. they're like a little piece of you. Right. But this song is really special. I think that I have a tendency when I write, I can be very metaphorical and abstract and obtuse. I have a really hard time sometimes just saying what I need to say because uh -huh. it's scary to lay yourself on the line like that. Mm -hmm. And I think this is this is my favorite song I've ever written. I feel like it's one of the most honest and direct songs I've ever wrote and wow. some of my favorite melodies and it's just sort of, it's really emotional and it's aggressive and it's vulnerable and it's one of the first times I sort of tapped into, I guess, my LPX vocal, which feels like mm. my voice in such a real way for the first time. Wow. So I love this song very much. Cool, well, here it is right now on our JBTV HD stage, Tremble with LPX. Thank you so much. Well, I have to say that this experience is just as cool as I remember it being. This is such a rare and special thing to be a part of something like JBTV. And it, like I said before, it's truly one of my favorite things I ever got to do with Miss Mister. It means a lot to me to do this with LPX. And I'm sorry to say we only have one more, even though I loved every second of this. Uh, and we have a show tonight at the Metro, so if you're around and you want to come or tell your friends, please come. And this last song that we're going to play is a really special song to me. And I don't say this lightly, but it is truly, it's my favorite song I've ever written. And uh, yeah, it's really, really wild to have dreamed of doing this and now to be here and doing it. And it means so much to me that you guys came. And I hope we're going to see you soon. I love this town so much. Bye. Thanks for coming.
Thank you. Thanks so much. For Thanks being so much on the show. Me. You are so awesome. I appreciate it. Thank and, you. And uh, what a great set of music. And it's so interesting hearing your stories and what you had to go through and, you know, to keep your career on top, you know, and doing what I'm you're trying. doing. I'm trying. Hustle every day. There you go, the JVTV podcast, where we bring you the best music, the best interviews, and it's all unscripted and totally unrehearsed. Follow us on all the social media and spread the word. This is JVTV Music Television, the JVTV podcast. JVTV. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com 
Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.